You know that giant steel mill you see from I-25 in Pueblo? It's part of Evraz PLC, an international company with connections to Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich, who was sanctioned after Russia invaded Ukraine in February. Since then, Evraz PLC's stock value plummeted, and the company's shares were suspended from trading on London's FTSE. Evraz is a big enough player that it's causing a little bit of uncertainty across the entire steel industry. Economist Tatiana Bailey there from the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. So far, though, it's business as usual at the Pueblo Mill, according to Shauna Lewis of KRCC. Hi, Shauna. Hi, Ryan. Remind us of who Roman Abramovich is. So he's a Russian billionaire who's gotten a lot of publicity lately, uh, especially because of his ownership of Britain's Chelsea soccer team, along with one of those big super yachts worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And he has a couple of homes in Snowmass. But there's also a lot of discussion about his connections to Russian President Vladimir Putin. And what's really relevant to this conversation is that he owns about a 29% stake of Pueblo's steel mill parent company, Evraz PLC. Which has not always owned the mill. No. Evraz acquired the Pueblo mill in 2007 as part of a larger deal. And Evraz also has scrap metal recycling facilities in Colorado Springs and Denver. Oh. Last month, both the European Union and the United Kingdom sanctioned Abramovich. How does that affect the Pueblo mill? So Evraz North America, which is headquartered in Chicago, is what manages the Pueblo mill. And they issued a statement um, last month saying that while Evraz North America is a wholly owned subsidiary of the international parent company, hang in there with me, it operates independently here in the U.S. And that apparently includes getting raw materials and corporate financing, all their operations and stuff like that is all North America. Hmm. So they point out that they hire local workers and that they're really ingrained in the local community. And so far, everybody I've spoken to here in Pueblo has said that work's continuing as usual at the Pueblo mill. But something else to keep in mind is that the U.S. is considering sanctioning Abramovich, too. Along with the U.K. and the E.U. What does Evraz make in Pueblo? The steel mill in Pueblo got its start back in the late 1800s, making rail to build the tracks for the Denver and Rio Grande Railroad. And railroad tracks are still one of its primary products. Hmm. You know, it's been a significant part of Pueblo's history and economy ever since then. They also make pipe that's used in the oil and gas industry here, as well as steel rod, rebar, and wire. And there's a new rail mill currently under construction here. Everything at that steel mill is huge, and this project fits right in. The main building for the what they call the new long rail mill will cover 15 acres, and it'll make rails that are about a, the length of a football field in size. It's expected to recycle more than a billion pounds of scrap steel each year into rail that's used for replacing and rebuilding train tracks around the country. And interestingly, it's almost entirely powered by this really, really humongous solar array that was just finished recently. They expect the construction to be done later this year. That is an enormous project. Did Pueblo have to do anything to get Everest to build that new mill facility there? 
Yes. Uh, a couple of years ago, Everaz accepted an incentive package that included $15 million along with some other benefits. And that money comes from the city of Pueblo's half-cent sales tax that's dedicated for economic development. And in exchange, the company agreed to build the mill and to maintain about a thousand full-time jobs in the city. Um, Petco is the local economic development organization that helped make that happen. Mm -hmm. And its president, Jeff Shaw, says he has no concerns about Everest holding up its end of the bargain. And to his knowledge, all the construction is going on the way it was planned. But the natural question here is what happens to Everest's money? I mean, do any profits generated in Pueblo end up going to Abramovich? Well, you know, I asked an Everest spokesman that question, and he said, profits generated by Everest North America are reinvested back into our North American people and operations. And he pointed to their $700 million investment in the new long rail mill project that we just talked about. Yeah. I also asked him what would happen if the United States decides to sanction Abramovich. And he said, they can't comment on hypotheticals, and they don't know how government policy will impact them. He also said that they hope that any U.S. sanctions placed on shareholders will take into account that Everest North America is legally incorporated here and it supports jobs, customers, and communities here in North America. That statement seems to dance around the fundamental question just a bit. Uh, are you seeing that these global forces are really going to affect the Pueblo mill, Shauna? Well, so far it doesn't look that way. UCCS economist Tatiana Bailey says, while no one can predict how long the crisis will last, the turmoil might affect the company's ability to do business. But she also told me that there's already been so much upheaval in the steel industry supply chains due to the pandemic that there's likely a market for the Pueblo Mills products. And that if the Pueblo Mill can keep producing steel products, the Abramovich situation probably won't affect their customers' buying decisions. Thanks so much for this. You're welcome. From KRCC, my colleague Shauna Lewis.